This week on the O oh, the Anthem podcast, we actually have sports ball to talk about. What? In other COVID-related news, we're talking about the shadow United States government that has forced uh, itself upon us. Uh, Southern churches during Easter, apparently death is God's will. Uh, the future of movie theaters and the box office in general. And then a whole lot going on in politics because Bernie has dropped out, endorsed Biden. It's going to be Biden v. Trump for the 2016 election. Listen to the joy in my voice and then go vote regardless, please. All that and more coming up here on the Odianta Podcast. Sorry, we had to do this at our home for a change. This is Gory, and this is the O the Anthem podcast. It's been uh, seven years of the O the Anthem podcast. Well, we're into year seven of the podcast. We're into one month of quarantine. Yes, we're both wearing pants. This is episode <laughs> three fourteen of the O the Anthem podcast. Y'all call these pants <laughs> coming to you. joggers. I'm sorry. <laughs> this Come- lacy little something I've got on coming to you from the hashtag OTA LA studios, high above the one ten freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yes, uh, up front. Uh, I promised you sports ball. We're going to give you a little bit of sports ball. Of course, Rob is frantically trying to, <laughs> trying to get the list of stuff up. Here we go. All right. And uh, yeah, just a reminder, if you're watching us, no matter you're watching us, thank you for joining us live. You can send us a message right there, wherever you are. Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, or no, not Instagram. Uh, Twitter. Facebook, Twitter, which is Periscope. YouTube. YouTube or Twitch. Twitch. Send yeah. us a message. We can see your messages live and you can be part of the show. All right. Yeah. So now we're going to cut on down to... That famous, famous splash. Only had an hour to get ready for the show. Rushing right up to the line. Yeah, that's how we do it. I like to. I was. Uh, I looked up at one point. And I was just like, "Did you want to do the lead off for us tonight?" And then I looked and saw nobody in the chair, and I'm just like, "Guess it's, guess me? it's me." It's fine. It's no biggie. Um. Sports ball. Sports Believe it or not, uh, uh, this this uh, coronavirus has has uh, been the end of at least one league. What? Yeah. Who would have guessed? And uh, unbelievably, it's the XFL. Well, I got to say, Vince just can't catch a mother effing break at this point. Like his first league was a little bit garbage. Uh, but it made it, it through the seasons. year. Made it through made it through two years. No, one year. I thought that he was like planning the second year. And he was then planning the second, and they all said, uh, "No, please don't." <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> We've seen what you have to deliver. It was fine. One season is we got is it. it. Yeah. We, we got it. Uh, this time he put together a quality product. People actually enjoyed it. But correct. I, <laughs> I mean, like I, I think the the merits of how much people enjoyed it is sort of like I think you're skewed to, because you're in L.A. In D.C., they were packing the stadium. Mm. So it was popular in D.C. Apparently in New York, also very popular. In um, Texas, the two teams in Texas were also not selling out, but like doing all right in the yeah. stadiums they were playing in. We can't 
ever use LA as a bellwether about how things are going because LA just not a sports town. That's not what we do here. Uh, I mean, it's a sports town in a, in a certain way. It's not a sports town in like a, got a lot of money, a lot of money to spend on sports, but we also got a lot of hipsters and hipsters. They call it sports ball. So, (laughs) but yes, XFL, unfortunately has gone the way of the Dodo. Yeah. Pour one out. Pour one out for XFL. I was literally Should- about to move your camera so I could get up and shift your camera a little bit. But Did now I- you're good. Now you're good. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be. Yeah. Figured it out. Figured it out too late. Um, but <laughs> here's is, the yeah. thing. So three XFL players will be playing on. By the NFL. way, the curl delicious. I, not, I, I can not, see it. I could have fixed it a long time ago. I chose not to. Hang just on. To, to Let's give make, people. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's even bigger. If you're if you're not watching the video portion of this podcast, you are missing out because this girl <laughs> game is on point. Superman girl. Um, it's a suit. I was uh, joking with Rachel earlier that my hair has gotten to the Shooter McGavin phase. Yes. Where yeah. <laughs> Watch it, Gilmore. Like <laughs> part of my intro was going to be my hair is as long as it has ever been. Yeah. Until unless the time that I actually grew it out on purpose, and it is driving me insane. That one picture of you with the uh, Tucker Max, I oh. always think that you look like. Do you ever see the picture of Bill Clinton uh, when he had like the wild man hair and like In, at Oxford patchy beard? Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. And That's uh, me. yeah, it was, that was your Bill Clinton f- picture of of similar vintage. Yeah, just hold on. I'll have that Monica picture eventually. Uh- <laughs> By the way, for no other reason than I have nothing else to say about it, about this and uh, R.I.P. Linda Tripp. Oh, yeah. Sadly. So. Uh, and she gets to avoid the nonsense that would most certainly come from American uh, crime story being Bill Clinton. Yeah. In what? Four months or whatever. Whenever it comes. Right, out. right, right. Sad, sad, sad. But, uh, you know, um, I'm happy I to almost say- feel like, though, that that dying sort of gives you a i feel like cochran in mm-hmm. season in, in the oj one yeah like he was almost like a angel figure because he's dead yes like i feel like if cochran would have been alive for a little bit longer he would have done something that would have right and i'm not just saying that because like he was a horrible person or something like mm-hmm. that i'm saying like just normally people just ebb and fall if they're in the public eye i mean no at some point he like misses the trash can when he's throwing away his newspaper and it rims off and he's just like ah oh, fuck it and he walks away and somebody's like, and johnny that shows up on tmz it's just like johnny cochran hates the earth like here's the problem though linda tripp famous because she sold out her best friend yeah. to a local paper right or television i think it was paper ken star was it directly to Ken Starr? I thought it was just to Ken Starr. No, I think someone from the paper let Ken Starr know that they had an informant. There was some sort of... Just, re- just remember that that future Supreme Court uh, justice, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh, was uh, looking around trying to figure out all the women that Clinton had extramarital affairs with because mm-hmm. he said it was so important. <laughs> and now look at where we are now. And uh, he was slamming beers on the weekend. <laughs> so, you know. Spending $20,000 for his Nationals tickets. Things things do have a way of coming around on us. Uh, but that's not sports. What sports is, is XFL. How are we coping? Well, this, this XFL, uh, sex, the XFL, uh, three players from the XFL are going to be playing in the NFL if yep. they play this fall. So in that, so much as they, yes, there was a positive impact. I still think the XFL or the NFL needs a spring league just like this. And why isn't why aren't more teams talking about like listen they did a decent job they had good turnout mm. let's find cities that aren't NFL cities but we'd like to give a team to and start a 12 team farm league I mean I I feel like if anything the NFL is just eventually going to create its own XFL like how it, do you start NFL Europe before you start the farm league 
league well, here. Well, not only that, but I mean, like, I feel like what the the golden opportunity that the NFL is missing is that uh, listen God, up, Paul Tagliabue, <laughs> Roger Goodell. God, how how long ago? How long ago did your brain stop developing? No, no, you <laughs> made a Tagliabue joke, and I've been thinking about it all week. It was literally like five days ago, and every time I think about the joke, I'm like. How old is that joke? Oh my god, if, that's like a early. By 90s the way, joke. just as an aside, if Roger Goodell doesn't start the NFL draft with piped-in sound effect <laughs> booing, I have no respect for the man. He doesn't understand how this works. It's not the NFL draft unless we boo Goodell. Like, that's what you have to do. And <laughs> Gary Bettman Roger. would not have the sense of humor to pull that one off, but I something tells me Roger Goodell is like talking to somebody like in the office he's like i bet it would be a big internet moment on the tiktoks if i had booze pumped in and then i could just be like ah, oh, my usual greeting ha 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 apparently he's a <laughs> robot is, is roger goodell a robot i don't know i just i feel like i needed to differentiate my voice in some sort of way like it could have been a pirate you could you're could have uh, been anything apparently brendan is the uh is the chairman <laughs> of the nfl because those are very similar voices <laughs> Jerry Jones, you're very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rub my hand on your supple face. Uh, Backside is, like this. He is supple, like a, like a baby. <laughs> Maybe his Benjamin Button. <laughs> Maybe he's actually only 25. Seven years old. He's only 25. We don't even know. Uh, he's been anyway. around for too long to, to, not be, to be a J- Benjamin Button. <laughs> so we were talking in the pre-show about... Uh, Sports, sports coping, coping. Yeah. yes and uh that there are some rumor amongst the some of the sports uh, that they're going to try to do i think i loved your term ceremonial seasons yeah. even if we don't count them against the record books because not everybody got to play and it wasn't 162 let's find a way to give people some baseball and some other sports yeah i mean you know and i, I honestly think that uh well right now all, all the sports leagues that are either supposed to be playing or should all the ones that are supposed to be playing because baseball would have started by now. Um, they're they're all trying to figure out how do we give some version of a product to people to watch. Um, uh, the NBA is playing around with the idea of doing all the games inside of uh, training facilities in the L.A. area and just sort of locking down all the players and hotels for a short period of time where they have like a tournament of the teams that would have made it to the NBA final championship, you know, the tournament. Uh, under normal circumstances and you know maybe you don't give the larry o'brien championship trophy for that but you give a you know like this really weird season championship (laughs) invitational or whatever um and baseball was talking about a similar thing with arizona like just taking all the cactus league parks and uh chase field and playing all the games and locking all the players down and you know it it, they're not great ideas because sort of misses i i feel like sports would really miss the crowd more than like yeah snl (laughs) like you know you're watching john oliver and it's there's no laughter so it's like a little disconcerting to be fair Uh, there were clips of wrestlemania with no fans that just looked uh, unusual steve austin doing his like his calls out yeah yeah, yeah, like nobody there like it just looks weird when you get d'lo brown out there going like ah and then (laughs) But nobody's there to interact with D'Lo. He's just all by himself. To be fair, way this. data reference, by the way. Somebody's going to be so excited that I talked. <laughs> you reference D'Lo <laughs> Brown. Uh, to be fair, somebody though. somebody tweet D'Lo Brown and let him know he was mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, right? Yes, please do. <laughs> Tag us both, please. Um, but uh, some teams, though, won't be out of place. The Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, basically, they're going to be like, <laughs> wait, what are you guys talking about? This is what it always sounds like when we play baseball. Um, Fans. <laughs> 
Wait, wait, how many people are... Were you guys expecting people to show up? Did, did people come to your game? It, it's the... Uh, it's the uh, meme from um, God. What's that? What is that? The show two, show? the two that are immediately coming to my mind are either Jim Mora going like fans, yeah, like instead of playoffs. The other one is the is Bane, like I was molded in the darkness. Now I'm a me. I'm thinking about the from the Showtime show uh, about the dysfunctional family where Macy plays the dad. Oh, uh, fuck. Yes. You know what um, I'm talking about? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, the kid from that going like, you guys are getting paid for this, yeah. but like instead it's Tampa Bay being like. You guys playing for the fans? Uh, that was a that was uh the movie with uh Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston and I was wa- I was walking you to yeah. w- the meme. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. uh <laughs> the kid whose name I don't know is yeah. on the show that I don't know, but I do know William H Macy and he plays the dad on that show. Why hasn't movie. Why hasn't that guy and uh, whose name I'm forgetting? Please forgive me. I. I <laughs> I'm just generally not good with names, and I'm going to prove it again by mentioning another actor <laughs> whose name I can't remember. I'm getting into this thing. Uh, who's the who was the one on uh, uh, Breaking Bad? Uh, Aaron Paul. The Matt Damon looking one. Oh. <laughs> the Matt Damon looking gentleman. The guy who he is- should play the older brother of the guy from like, yes from that just show. like just like I said, we missed the opportunity of being able to have uh, uh, Paul Walker be Kevin Costner's son in yeah. something. Because it was just like the perfect alignment of the two of them could have been like great off of each other. Uh, I feel like we need to to make up for it with this. I don't know that that guy is old. That from also from I feel the like USS Philip Seymour Hoffman back in the day could have melded his way into this amazing acting family and given us a. There a, we go. It's Hoffman <laughs> as the dad. Yeah. It's the guy from USS Callister, which is the other thing. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, from, yeah. Uh, As the older brother or the brother from a previous marriage. Yeah. And that kid as the kid from the right, new right, marriage. right. That's the family right there. Yeah. All right. Somebody dig up Fem- Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> I think he might have been cremated, so be careful. Oh man, I think we should just call that sports ball. I think that's I think that's as close to sports as it gets these days. Was that enough? Was that enough for the uh, thing? Competitive digging. I was trying to figure out my computer was dying. Plug was not plugged in. <laughs> All right, so uh, next up, uh, the topic that none of you were was expecting that we would talk about, coronavirus. Hey, <laughs> Somehow uh, it's made it into another show. How are you going to do it? Uh, but the one thing I love about... <laughs> love Let me it. rephrase that. <laughs> the one interesting thing about coronavirus is, uh, and I think just the president in general, I, this is what I thought about while I was in the bathroom just before the show, Corey. And just to give you some insight into how my mind works, this is what I thought about while I was peeing before we went live. Mm. Donald Trump has done what Thomas Jefferson and Patrick Henry could have only dreamed of. He Splitting is, this country into... He is breaking up the federalist nature of the United States. Yeah. And maybe we could throw Jefferson Davis in that as well. Although I feel like Jefferson Davis was more of a like... Uh, listen, I'm with you guys, but I don't really want to have any part of this. And then I think Jefferson Davis would have figured out a way to start a war regardless of who it was with. So, so here's the thing, though. <laughs> Jefferson Davis didn't start that war. They basically were like, hey, so Jefferson Davis is the type of person who's like, I ain't going to start a war, but I'll fucking finish it. That is basically it. <laughs> he was he was like uh, the bunch of guys. We have our Confederacy. We're going to we're doing this by the federal, the anti-federalist rules. Mm. And then it didn't work. And then they were like, hey, so we're going to lose this. Do you want to like maybe be the president and save it? And Jefferson Davis <laughs> was like, well, I don't start wars, but I'll be <laughs> damned if I'm going to lose one. So let's go. And then basically made the South into 
a federalist country yeah. just like the North. So, yeah. Um, but what uh, Jefferson Davis and Patrick Henry and Thomas Jefferson could have only dreamed of, and that's creating strong executives at the state level who basically say, well, if you won't do it, we will do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've had a running debate, I think, between Cuomo Love and uh, Newsom Love about mm. who is the best, uh, and maybe a little bit of Hogan, too, uh, about who's the I, best uh, daddy governor. Well, I, I, I think Newsom, just generally speaking, is the best looking of any three of them. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, like, if it if it's like the, I know a lot of people are doing the, like, oh, dreamy Andrew Cuomo thing. Like, I, I think I think we've won the dreamy governor contest, you know? Like, yes. Newsom's a pretty... He's he's literally been ripped out of a J. Crew catalog and put into Sacramento. Also, in case anybody had forgotten, we're also winning the how many affairs has your governor had because <laughs> that is what Newsom also leads in. As far as I know, Cuomo, no extramarital affairs. Although, you know, New York Times, not doing a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> not doing a lot. Doing some digging. Just do some digging. They're some all digging. at home. What are, I know, so they can do some digging. Just what are they supposed to do? Get on their computer boxes and just tap. Just call call random numbers and be like has andrew cuomo sexually harassed you what google andrew never mind <laughs> Next. Google andrew cuomo extramarital affair and see if anything pops why up, don't you right? do it then I because i want them to go deep in the google search like you know two three four pages <laughs> in they don't got time for that shit if it's not on page one then clearly somebody didn't pay enough to get it on page one so or did andrew pay <laughs> enough to get it off page one yeah Mm. Look at us. Look, all the, it's gonna break all the all the great scandals in American history found on page five of Google results. It's gonna break next week, and they're gonna be like, "Well, somebody talked about this last <laughs> week. What happened? How did they know? We have no idea. We're making it up." I'm glad you. I'm glad you specified that in case the Cuomo wants to come after us. Yeah, Cuomo's lawyers are listening for the lawsuit, and they're just one more fucking thing. Say one more. Ah, uh, fuck. They're acknowledging they're joking. Sue me. I got <laughs> nothing, bro. You're going to spend more money on lawyers. You're going to spend you time on this. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yes, yeah, so we win in extramarital affairs and awesome governors. So um, <laughs> we have developed a little bit of an East Coast-West Coast rivalry with Newsom putting together three states into a coalition, which makes up, uh, what, like 100 million people or so? Way more than that. California... 100 million, 100 million people. California's got to... California's 15% of the population of the country. Okay, 15% of 300 million. Well, I I'm, I know, but I'm I'm not done with Oregon and... Okay, I, I think Washington is something along the lines of 15 million people, oh, and man. Oregon is something like 7 million. Okay, I, I uh, vastly underestimated California's population. What was California's population? 39.5. Okay, so that maybe not even that. So uh, add 15, add there's, 7. There's 8 in L.A. alone. Yeah. So 30 million outside of just this little pocket. Yeah, and San Francisco or the L.A. Bay, County, not the, L.A. Because, you know, yeah. like fucking Brentwood has to be its own fucking city. And <laughs> uh, the Bay Area, which is yeah. made up of four counties, also has another four million people. So there's 12 million in two principal locations. <laughs> and only 700 or 600,000 of them in San Francisco. Well, that, nobody can afford to live in San Francisco. <laughs> there's not enough space to live in San Francisco. <laughs> I think, honestly, I... I uh, it, uh, this is not coming from any place of science. This mm -hmm. is just sort of like my feel of the situation. Let me which, put you on screen by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> which 
Which should be exactly what you think you're getting every time you watch Trump give a press conference. I don't know what the science is. I'm just going to speculate wildly. But I do think that part of L.A.'s ability to sort of survive the onslaught of coronavirus is by the sheer fact that we're further away from people. Because, oh, like, yeah. like, New York is, like, you know, 500 people in the same building taking it's the same elevator and, like... L.A. population in the city of San Francisco. Right. Rather than L.A. in L.A., yeah, 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 which yeah. is... Like 400 square miles or whatever it is. So, <laughs> so I ridiculous. think that's part of the the logic that we should be taking as yes. to why LA has sort of survived. But my point originally was Gavin Newsom putting together, you know, 75 million people in a coalition in three states. Mm. And if you want to know the difference between the East Coast and the West Coast, uh, Cuomo also putting together a coalition of, you know, 70 million people with 11 states yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. Like, it's like Delaware to uh, New well, Hampshire. Well, to be fair, Rhode Island's got like 20 people. So. Yeah, you know. Uh, still two senators, still <laughs> still a congressman. That's democracy. They have as much voting sway in the... You know what? I, uh, I, I forgot this idea. It was just like one of those random like pooping ideas I had. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Do not skip over that. What is a random pooping idea? You know, like when you're just sitting down and you don't have your phone and you're just like, what can my mind come up with now? And then you come up with some sort of idea and you're just like, huh, I should remember that for later. And then you forget it. And then it just came back to me now. Folks, it's Corey at <laughs> OTheAnthem.com. Uh, or you can find or you can find uh, OTheAnthem on all your social medias. That's uh, at OTheAnthem on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere at OTheAnthem. If you have pooping ideas... <laughs> Let us know what they are. I don't know. Pooping ideas. I don't know if that's so unusual. I just don't. I feel like I might have been the only one who puts it out into the. Because I don't know if you've heard this. Everybody poops. Once again, <laughs> that's at Odianthem on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Send us a message. Let us know your pooping ideas. <laughs> New podcast idea on the Odianthem Digital Network. Pooping ideas with Corey. <laughs> if you're going to put it on Instagram, I just want to see like the knees, like beach photos. <laughs> Can we start the trend of hashtag pooping ideas? I just want to see chest up with the toilet tank in the background. I don't need everything. Just I want the other the way. I want the like oh, you don't knees ha- down. No, you don't have to like show the underwear or something like that. But you know, like the hot dogs or legs. Thing? Yes, yes, like, yes. Basically the same sort of. Just give us a little bit of the knee. I have some concern. You and I may this may not be a problem, but there may be people for which that becomes an X-rated photo. I'm just saying, let's be careful about the hot dog leg photo. Okay, but, I'm not. Please do share. Also, your- don't don't do it if it's going to impair your ability to use the bowl correctly. I don't want to like. I don't. I don't want there to be girls like trying to like sit up on their shoulders to take the perfect. The hot dog leg pics. Yeah, it doesn't. It does. The toilet bowl doesn't work if your butt is that far away from the seat. Can you spell out the hashtags? So everybody is using the same <laughs> hashtag. What is it? What, what What did I say it was? Pooping Poop, ideas. Pooping ideas. Uh, how are we going to spell that out? Well. Poopin without a G. Okay, so P O O P I N ideas. Yeah. P O O P I N I D E A S. Use that hashtag <laughs> on social media. We're going to find your pooping ideas <laughs> and we'll talk about them on the website. And maybe sometime after ne- in next year, after we get the splash for, you know, for your consideration, we'll actually get a splash for pooping ideas. Oh, we're not allowed to get outside. The pooping ideas one would be easy to do. I could just. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes. I'll be back with if it. If you come back with a splash for pooping ideas tomorrow, <laughs> I will bring up my own pooping ideas. I swear to you. I will be furious with you. Pooping ideas. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Going back to that idea that I had. Uh, I didn't imagine it was going to become a whole thing. Uh, 
The uh, sorry, I want to interrupt one more time. Uh, and that's <laughs> people should watch a hundred humans because one of the things in there is like everybody poops, but how do you do it? And it's like a hundred people come in and give their opinions yeah. about like, well, <laughs> this is how I sit, and this is toilet paper. By the way, over is correct, not under. Ninety yeah. percent of people do over. Um, I don't think they got to, what do you do when you don't have your phone? Do you come up with pooping ideas? But, they, you know, maybe they should have asked that question. What kind of, what's your best pooping idea? <laughs> I don't know if I would necessarily have an answer for that question on the regular, but right now I happen to. So I'll go forward with it. I feel like this is one of those questions that when you're like. I feel like this is setting up to be way bigger of a thing. Oh, than no. It, it should I am, actually. I am rolling pooping ideas. No, no, no. I mean, like when I eventually tell you the idea that I had, it'll be, it'll have been 15 minutes of setup and the idea that you had the... i don't care what it is it's pooping ideas <laughs> that is the idea you had new podcast coming to you we got nothing but time we got nothing but time and energy, it from so. ancillary toilets oh thank you. oh my god yes <laughs> thank you anchor by the way you can always find the show at anchor.fm available on tuesday uh it'll send you links out to everywhere you want to listen to or you can listen to it right there on anchor uh but anchor also allows us to go live in two separate locations and do a podcast I'm hearing two separate locations, uh, two separate bathrooms. For we could do it in the apartment for two separate. Oh, we absolutely could. Yeah. This is amazing. Question. Then we uh, can hardwire mics. We just need to get longer cables. Are you doing pooping ideas, pants on or pants off? Well, I mean, like, I feel like I would have the pants on, but around the ankles. Like, oh, man. So you'd be actually pooping? Is that, well, no. I, I have just, to watch out for, like, sounds in the background? No, like, I, run I, a low pass I on just, I, I, I feel like I'm not a good enough actor for people to know that I'm not at least faking that much of it you know like i feel like the the audience would would be into it like they'd be like he's wearing fucking pants listen friend of the show roberto has nothing but time he can teach you how to act like you have pants off (laughs) (laughs) hold on a second (laughs) i'm sold i'm sold (laughs) did you buy it the problem is when you forget and you actually start pooping and you're like oh my god i have pants so back to the idea that originally started this whole thing pooping idea yeah um uh, we could still have two senators for every state, but the uh, the total vote is whatever the population is, and every senator gets a, you know, like, so California has 39 million people. Call it 40, just to be equal, right? For sake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kamala Harris would have the vote of 20 people, but it would be one person. So you get the chance of having more important people by elevating them to as one of two but you would also take away this thing of like one person in Alabama can completely eliminate 40 million people's. I don't think you understand bicameral legislatures. I think I do. And I'm pretty fucking sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) Alternative. I didn't think when, when it was fucking 13 colonies, they weren't thinking about us having like fucking populations as big of States in cities. Like this just didn't like rank as things that they imagined would come. The problem is, they absolutely did. They absolutely did not fuck this. No, no they I, did I, because they had the same problem. The point was to give a place where Rhode Island, which had a small population, had yeah. the same power as Virginia, which had a large. Right. Population. I mean, like generally speaking, they were they were trying to even the odds yeah. between big populations and small populations. What they didn't unfair. count on was trillion dollar deficit. I'm sorry, ten trillion dollar deficits and us being the guardians of the world and needing to act quickly. You know, like when NCAA like. Uh, there's like a recruitment scandal and then they say like a team can't play for a while. Yeah. It's just like Penn State is kicked out of the NCAA for three years. Senate, you're out. Yeah. Like I feel like there should be a similar thing. Like we've decided we're kicking out the following senators. Mm. (laughs) Alabama one, Alabama two. (laughs) (laughs) Like 
I have a version just of that. Just make a list of like 20 people who just can't be in the Senate anymore. I have a version of that. Guillotine. We just <laughs> guillotine and the guillotine solves that problem. That's what I keep the the you. governors will appoint new people and they'll be just as awful. Look at Kelly Loeffler. So. Well, to be fair, the legislatures appoint senators and that might not go the way that I planned uh, since some Democratic senators can win, but the Republicans can't. <laughs> Back to where we started. Yes, your pooping idea. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that was the pooping idea. The, the give Kamala Harris like 20. The equivalent of 20 votes, 20, you know? But then doesn't that just make the Senate another house? Yeah, but then it gives us less people to like. So okay. think about think about it in terms of if it came down to something like uh, where Susan Collins and Mitt Romney and mm-hmm. stuff like that are on the block. We could focus more on terms of who has more of a voting share than who it, you know, like you would still be able to turn a lot of votes at one time by convincing one person. But you could also say, like, what the fuck do I care about Lisa Murkowski? She only has 10 million people or whatever it is. You know, like. How about this? Uh, alternate version. Let's workshop this just a little bit. Uh, do you know about. Or maybe you- it could be part of, like, earlier parts of or parts of Senate voting, but not all Senate voting. Unicameral legislature. Nebraska has one. Mm-hmm. And they do a proportionate vote. So a county or. I think, yeah, I think it's by county might have because of proportional vote, three people that go to the legislature, but they also send one person as the like leader. So the county has three representatives plus one representative and every county gets one. Now, some are going to have one in one. Some are going to have 11 and one based on population. Mm. And the the one is meant to be the, the leader of that county. So it's like uh, kind of what you're describing, except for less power. Yeah. Because you're not getting the vote of 20. You are one of four votes, five votes for that. count. Yeah. Quarantine's making my brain go crazy. But you're one of five votes. But, you know, oh, I spent 17 years as a lower member. Now I'm an upper member, but it's all the same house. Right. And my vote counts equally with theirs. And everybody gets one. So it basically nullifies the one. Yeah. And just allows people to say... Oh, well, you know, I was a, a junior member for a while. Now I'm a senior member. And uh, basically it makes the Senate powerless, which I think is what you're getting at yeah. here. You want the Senate to be powerless, and I'm with you on that. Well, no, I mean, like, because here's the thing. Like, uh, no, st- neither the Republicans or the Democrats are ever going to get to the point where they have 60 people again. No. So the idea of having a filibuster is just kind of ridiculous to be like to, to be able to get anything done without it is just sort of a hill that you're dying on for no reason and they like, don't even do it now now somebody's like i will filibuster it so yeah. they don't bring it well i mean like uh, uh, people realize that nobody's watching all 15 hours of you know chuck schumer reading dr Speak seuss books for like, yourself all right <laughs> so I used all to he has to, to do is go in front of cnn and be like i'm thinking about filibustering and it's just like oh chuck's serious and bill then, never comes yeah yep i mean i don't i don't we might have to listen to chuck reed Alternatively, yeah, and I know I said this a few years ago, but I'm going to reoffer the idea. Oh, I thought this is going to be guillotine. No, <laughs> Cal exit. Yeah, and we bring Washington and and uh, Oregon with us. I and, mean, I, and Nevada can come too. I I wouldn't. Uh, We're moving that direction. I never I never would have thought it would be as realistic as it is, especially if there's another four years of Trump. Because keep in mind. California is the only one with a duplicitous set of laws that match the federal. Oh, no. One of two. Texas has them. Yeah. And California has them. We can eliminate the federal government and nothing would change. Yeah. Because OSHA, we got one of those. Right. Environment, agriculture, every department, California has one. So does Texas. So 
we literally could just say, hey, Oregon, uh, Washington, Nevada, Idaho, Arizona, you want to come with us? Because we're going to go do our own country thing and just adopt California laws. I mean, another thing to think about, and the, you know, this this should be this used to be the boot that California had over the rest of the country for most things. Like you had to at least listen to California because of this. <laughs> yeah, fifteen uh, percent of the population. Yeah, sure, that's great. I mean, like you know, across fifty states, it's way more than average. But if you look at terms of the economic impact oh. of California as opposed to every other state in the country, the sixth largest economy in the world is the state of California. Yeah. The United States, by the way, not number one, number two now. Yeah. So that means the eighth largest economy makes up part of the second largest economy in the world. And when we're done with this, I can't say for sure that California won't be. It's just like if they counted Japan and China together. like Yeah, just add those two together. We're going to call it East Asia. And that's, right. uh, oh, now we're getting to 1984 territory. But, <laughs> but after we're done with this, can you say that the economy of the country won't have degraded and the economy of California improved. I mean, so there's been talks about uh, with the the eastern block of New York and New England and stuff like that, and yeah. the western block of California and Oregon, Washington, of being able to reopen the country sort of carefully and selectively, <laughs> smartly in, in these in say. these areas. Yes. Um. And I I think that. If for whatever reason it worked, if it and I don't imagine they would really go forward with it unless they were pretty fucking certain it would be a good idea. But I think they're sort of putting it out there to sort of see what how people react to it. And uh, honestly, I I think that a economy of just California and New York effectively. I mean, like, you know, Washington's obviously a huge economy state, too. And, you know, Boston or Massachusetts and stuff. But like California and New York are certainly the star players in the economy there. And by the uh, way, two economies that survive because they're not based on building shit. It's everyone can work from home. Yeah. It's entertainment and it's Wall Street, although Wall Street, I guess, is dependent on things elsewhere. Right. But for the most part, it's economies that will survive no matter what. But I'm saying like if if, uh, if the rest of the country can take it easy and just these two blocks can restart the economy yeah. in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, to be I, fair, though. I'm just I'm constantly amazed by how dumb Trump is just because like that was going to be what I said. It's just like we can't get the federal government to get in alignment with anyone on anything. And I feel I feel like Newsom wanted to shut down the state a week and a half earlier than he did. I think he was just like he he was talking to somebody at the White House and he's just like, are are you going to do anything? And he's just like. (laughs) I think next week is when we do something. It's just like, all right, I can wait a week. I mean, like, I don't want to, but, you know, something bigger is coming. I'd rather it just come from the the government. Yeah. And we don't have to interfere, you know, and then a week pass and it's just like, yo, what the fuck's up? And it's just like, ah, he's still waffling on Maybe it. Maybe a like, week. Give us a week. I don't have time for you. Like, yeah. You have until Friday. And then he's just like, nope, shut it down. And then every other governor basically did some version yeah. of that as well. Uh, I think the, the difference- some of them you know, way later in the process, but the difference of Newsom though, is that Newsom's getting the governors in alignment, but he's also getting the mayors in alignment. So Seattle, LA, San Francisco, they're all like, you call the ball We're we're here and we're going to do whatever they agree to do. So de Blasio and the mayor of Boston are both saying, well, no, 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 we do what we want to do. And if we follow the guidelines of the state, then so be it, but we're going to do what we want to do. And that's going to be a problem. And I think, 
Cuomo's problem is de Blasio clearly is going to run for president again in four <laughs> years. And Cuomo is clearly going to run for president again in four years. So it's like I they both want to be the leader of what's happening in New York. I'm City. already Cuomo, calling Cuomo as the next election's Beto O'Rourke. Where it's just like, oh man, he'd be a popular front runner, and then as soon as he runs, it's just like, nah, never mind. See, I would say that we're, uh, we're all right. Be, we don't need him. Newsom might be that because Cuomo, if he's got no skeletons, he might be clean. The problem is, we all remember about the affairs. <laughs> none soon of us. Newsom runs. None president. of us. None of us go to page five of Google. <laughs> so this is what we've learned here. So and De Blasio clearly perfect place have to his hide lesson. the dead bodies. Based on the Martin O'Malley rule, de Blasio would not have learned his lesson the first time around, so he'll show his face again in four years, just like, hey, guys, remember me? Yeah. I, yeah, not in Iowa, because I didn't go there. But I mean, like, I, I do think it's... Uh, what is interesting is that uh, Newsom, just by being the governor of the most complex state in the union, uh, is effectively does effectively all the jobs a president would do just on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Um, Hogan can make the same argument, though. Yes. On a much smaller scale. On a much smaller scale. I think Strong executive, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I feel like uh, it used to be that when people were running for president, you were looking for somebody who had, like, the experience of something close to this kind yeah. of, like, pressure cooker. Senate Majority Leader, yeah. Secretary of State. You know, a general in a, in a very well-fought war or something like that. Like, yeah. You know, these, oh. these people who it's just like, oh, he's been through it before. We know. What if Colin Powell had run in 2016? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't want to. He doesn't care. Bush burned him on everything. But like Powell, I guarantee you Powell would not have put up with Trump for a fucking second. No, no. Powell, I mean, like he probably would have done something that would have hurt his campaign <laughs> by by saying something that he didn't like. Donald who? <laughs> no, no. Like he, he, he probably would have done one of those. Like, will you shut up? Or something like that. And it became like a moment where yeah. it's just like uh, the uh, Howard Dean of the Republican Party where that one little soundbite takes over. We could look back at them and say, you had Colin Powell. Yeah. You had Colin Powell. Because right now that we look back at who do we who could we say a Republican if Republicans were going to win in 2016? Yeah. Who would do a better job than Trump? Was there right anyone? now? Yes. Was there anyone running then that would do a better job? <sighs> Mitt Romney, is he going to do a better job than Trump? I mean. You could make a argument if if you're following the same sort of logic that I was just putting forward. Yeah. Jeb Bush was the governor of Florida, which is another large industrial state that has a lot of being an executive of there is somewhat similar to being an executive of a part of Trump's problem that was waffling. And Jeb oh, Bush I'm not, is a I'm not saying waffling. I'm not saying he would have been the pick, but I'm saying if you're following the same sort of logic. And Jeb Bush, if you remember, prior to Trump joining the whole thing, Clap, was was thought to be the presumptive yeah. Republican nominee. Yeah. So, I mean, like people were going into the 26th election going like, well, it's Jeb Bush and a whole lot of other people who are trying to vie for Jeb Bush's running mate. Like The problem is I just don't think there was anyone who would do a better job in this crisis that was running in that election. It wasn't going to be Ted Cruz. It wasn't going to be Chris Christie. It wasn't going to be uh, Rudy Giuliani. Jeb Bush may arguably he had the executive experience, but not the one who can make a hard call when it needs to be made. He couldn't make hard calls in his campaign. Oh, I know. I, I'm not. Uh, you know, it, that's a that's a conversation between does the job that that would be a perfect example of is it the person or is it the job that he has held? Yeah. Like, is, is he competent enough to be president because he's been executive of another large organization like this? Or right. is it all the person? But. I tell you that Colin Powell was running. In Could Teddy Roosevelt just become 35 and run for president and be better than somebody Absolutely. who has? I'm just saying, like, 
you know, it, th- that's the question. Is it, is it a nature run, nurture thing? Like, just to make a, just to make a point, right? He wouldn't run as a Republican because he wasn't a modern Republican. Just so that's clear. No, uh, he was big about busting big banks and big corporations. Not really Republican values right now. Not now. But. No. Uh, but uh, he would get out. He'd file for a Republican and be like, wait, wait, what? We, we're doing what? <laughs> no, no, no. Libertarian. That's me. That's what I'll do. <laughs> I did it once. I could do it again. Yeah. But I'll just keep running until you kill me. <laughs> if I, they shot me once. <laughs> when you come at the king, you, you best, best not miss. <laughs> <laughs> but let me. If, if the hypothetical that there's Colin Powell in 2016 yeah. and he did have a gaffe that cost him the campaign. I mean, and honest, now we're looking at that saying a general who got us through a war. That's what we need right now. Honestly, not to pick out the two black people in the Republican party, but Condoleezza Rice could probably have done a pretty decent job of it too. I mean, like I hate Condoleezza Rice, but I but mean, she's the, good at it. I mean, the problem is that, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with disaster relief people who were in like the Obama white house. Like everyone said that they hated them. They yep. were the worst people. They were cantankerous. They were, they were awful. Uh, you only need them when you need them. But, you know, people people didn't go like, oh, I can't wait to have a beer with Colin Powell. No. But like if somebody's like, oh, my God, the future of democracy is at stake. Colin you'd be Powell. happy if Colin Powell walked in the door. You'd be like, hey. <laughs> Honestly, I think Trump would be happy if Colin Powell would walk in the door right now. If he walked in, he'd be like, oh, thank God. Oh. Do you want to go out? Can you finger gun some guys out here in this bullpen? And like, let's take care of this nonsense. All right. I'm done going in front of the press. I'll call Fox and Friends. Can you go up on this podium and tell everyone that I'm the best leader that's ever existed in the 21st century? Nope. Nope. Can't do that. Uh, I can go. I was just on a tour. (laughs) I'm a fan of this stuff when I'm not in the office. (laughs) Colin Powell with an old Kodak camera just taking pictures of the White House. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wearing Bermuda shorts, flip flops. And uh, something else that. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just a real politics junkie. Somebody's brought this up in my uh, Slack for my work. Uh, do you remember Hit Clips? No, but you don't remember Hit Clips? No, I don't think it so. It was an early MP3 player, but it had like a little cartridge, like Nintendo. And oh it played yeah, one song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now. Someone posted this and was like, "What in the fuck <laughs> is this?" And I was like, "You spoiled ass fucking millennials! You have no idea what we went through to get you an iPod." All right, <laughs> even when we got the iPod, like. You know, I, I remember, like, having the CD thing and having to have extra big pack pockets to put my CD player oh, in my pants. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. get the, not the Jinko jeans, but the equivalent of Jinko jeans. And by the way, somehow the Walkman got larger. And you were like, ha, how is this bigger? Yeah. Okay, sound quality is better. I get that. But every time I take a step, it skips. Yeah. This is not an improvement. This is a 45-second skip buffer on it. <laughs> Uh, but my that, second one had a skip buffer, and I was like, "This is magic." But I don't. I, don't I remember when I still remember when when the iPod was released, and it's just like it, it was uh, at this point, uh, it was a humongous jump in the amount of songs we could have. But oh, it was yeah. also like compared to today's standard, like a comically low amount. It's just like Steve Jobs is like, "You can have a hundred songs of your choice on this thing at I any given point in time," and people are just losing their fucking minds. Like a hundred <laughs> songs. What would I ever need that many songs for? And now, and now if you go on Spotify and you look for something and it's not there, you're just like, fuck the Beatles. Like, <laughs> but my comment to them was, this is what we had to suffer through for you guys to get yeah. an iPod. I went and bought a Hit Clips and I listened to those three Happy you Meal can, goddamn tracks. So. I can literally sit here in my apartment and yell songs that I want to hear and they play. Do you know what I had to go through to listen to a song back in the day? You I'd have kids. to call the radio station. I'd have to wait for them to play it. 
Or I'd have to have the tape ready to go. Go to Sam Goody and spend $35 on a CD to get one song of the 27 yeah. that was on the CD that actually came in. Yeah, yeah. I don't want, can I just get a single? This isn't the single from the album. I'm sorry. We do have singles. I have four singles from this album. You'd buy, not this you'd song. buy the single. It's just the remixes of the thing that you, <laughs> four crappy remixes of the song you wanted to hear. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is what we went through. This is why we gave our computer diseases from Lime. Was it Lime? LimeWire. LimeWire. Napster. Napster. We gave our computers diseases. So, something tells me this Jay-Z track shouldn't be 18 gigs. Oh, well. And how many times did I download? Um, or you're like searching through and you're just like, oh, man, this one's probably a virus, but it's on T3. So what am I? <laughs> who am I to complain? Soldier Boy. How many copies of Soldier Boy did you have labeled like Jay Z and Pump Daddy? And it's like Nas. Like this is not Nas. I spent three hours downloading this track. Ugh. The worst was when you were trying to figure out what a song was, and like maybe your buddy would be like, "Oh yeah, this is that uh, new Jay Z, Dirt Off Your Shoulder." I think it is, and you're just like, "Oh great!" And you run home and you type in Jay Z, Dirt Off Your Shoulder, and then you look at your computer and it's just like. This three-minute track will be available for you in 18 hours. And you're just like, I can't wait. <laughs> you're just sitting there for 18 hours straight, just looking at the screen as it slowly moves because, like, the technology is blowing your mind. I was gonna and say, then as soon as it finishes, you play it, and it's just like Rick Astley, and you're like, fuck. Today's kids. Kids today, you have no idea what it was like to go to bed. To get Rick rolled back then was a real... <laughs> <laughs> to go to bed was really infuriating. Sneak into the computer room and start the download on like five tracks because you knew by the time you got home from school the next day, yeah. all five would be downloaded. And then you get home, errors, errors on all five. <laughs> well, your parents wouldn't also pick up the phone and disconnect the 56K <laughs> modem back <laughs> while well, you try to download the the uh, the lit beats of the. <laughs> you peasants, maybe, but we. <laughs> got a dedicated phone line oh. the first time my mom was sending a work email and got cut off because my sister got a phone call from <laughs> one of her little friends we got the dedicated phone line for the computer which had a phone by the way next to it and our first modem that worked with that phone line you had to hang the receiver up on the modem yeah. that was the signal it didn't actually use the receiver but it was like signaling the modem, like, you have the line now. Now You're you can engaged. run through the computer. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, if it's on the thing, it could be picked up and interrupted at any time. We've been talking about a lot of things that aren't the things. Nope, on our nope. List. But uh, we're taking you down memory lane for those of you young kids. Uh, so let's uh, let's skip on down because uh, I do want to talk. Should we just sort of like uh, rocket through a lot of these sure. things? Uh, so uh, I want to I'm going to move the uh, the second point down to the end and just see if we get enough time to talk about that a bit. Okay. Uh, but. One thing I do want to talk about uh, quickly, and we'll roll through these topics. Southern churches, who knew religion would be the downfall of society? But, of course, it is. Um, I think you brought it up last week, that churches, because they were exempt, people are going to church because it's the only place they can go. Yeah. And despite being warned, a lot of those pastors were like, it's Easter. We got to have ourselves an Easter service. That's just what we're going to do. It was it was opening day last week. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I should have been drunk in the middle of the day watching baseball. Instead, and I know that does, in the middle of the day. Not I, know, I know that doesn't sound like religion to you, but it feels awfully close to me. And I seem strange coming from the guy who gave up Lent. I don't know. <laughs> There's extenuating circumstances <laughs> to this Lent. <laughs> I'm sure St. Peter will understand. Listen, it, it was supposed to be 40 days, not 40 years. What the fuck am I, Moses? <laughs> like, 
Sign up for 40 days. Not counting Sundays. They're good. <laughs> and holy days. Yeah. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. Thank God I can have a Coke. Um, <laughs> I no, thought you were going to make mean, it, like, by the way. When you got to St. Pat's, I thought you were going to make it to the end. Because it was like, all right, you get a break in the middle of the week. It's not even a Sunday. We get two Sundays and a holy day that in the was, middle. That was the one that fucked me, though. Because then <laughs> I, I went like the three days and I was like broken of my of my habit. And then I got it back and then I just went back to it. I was just like, fuck this. No. <laughs> So you're blaming St. Patrick? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm just... Uh, drove the snakes out of Ireland, drove the coke I'm into just, Corey's hand. I'm That's just all that saying, was. whatever marketing exec picked the dates for Lent this year did an awful job putting, <laughs> putting St. Patrick's Day in the middle of a week. Thanks, year 1, 12, 22 Jews. Good job. <laughs> Couldn't you have thought forward about this a little bit? Yeah, it's like year 5600. They're like, eh, it's going to fuck up Corey. Let's do it. One of these days, there's going to be a group of people called the Irish, and they're going to like to drink, and they're going to associate themselves with the saint for some reason. And, then, <laughs> and anyway. then later, people who are kind of Irish, quasi-Irish, are yes. going to like it even more than the real Irish will. This is not a lightning round. <laughs> Southern pastors said they're going to have church services. Uh, and in response... Uh, the governor God, said that's God a unleashed idea. a plague. <laughs> God, this is God punishing you for all of your sins. By the way, um, we have coronavirus because you touch yourself at night. <laughs> that's why. Because <laughs> you have poop thoughts. Pooping <laughs> poop thoughts. Ideas. The pooping ideas. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, so uh, after being warned that this was a bad idea and people were going to end up being sick because they come to church services, one Southern pastor was quoted as saying, if people come to my Easter service and they get coronavirus, that's God punishing them. And this is why I don't like religion. Yeah. Um, because when good things happen, we thank God. When bad things happen, we it's blame God. It's because you did something yeah. wrong. There's no responsibility whatsoever. God's nothing nothing more than a Southern judge. It <laughs> really is. that. I mean, to Southern, to Southern I want to say Baptist because I don't know it was a Baptist. To Southern preachers, God is just a Southern judge. Yeah. From a really bad movie made by somebody in Hollywood who's never actually been to Alabama. Yeah. Um, I like to imagine the judge with his like feet kicked up on the, on the what do you call the thing in front of him? Just the the desk? Like Yeah. There's no like grand name for it? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, you mean like the, the... Yeah, like the whole desk thing that he's... I mean, usually... The desk the, island that he sits... The stand the, is next to him. Yeah. You go up to the stand. I mean, like but, they have a name for that, the stand. Isn't there a name for the, the part that the judge... The no, judge's actually, quarter. Actually, that's weird. We talk about it in like approaching, but it's approaching the, the bench. the The bench, I guess. But the problem is that when I hear approaching the bench, I think that there is the. Um, I always thought the bench is more of a another term for the judge as opposed to the yes. place where he's sitting. And also, uh, I was always separated from them by a uh, clerk who sat in front of him. So it was like approach this area. Yeah. But the bench is the judge, not right, not a uh, um the seat there. So maybe it's like one of those things. We don't actually talk about the place. It's Anyway, God's sitting there with his feet kicked up, yeah, boots he's off. He's on the bench, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you got another DUI, did you, Billy? <laughs> um, There's going to be some penance. Vinny? My cousin Vinny. Yeah. He's the judge for my cousin yeah. Vinny. <laughs> Confused by all of these crazy things that you're bringing into his courtroom. Wah, dear. <laughs> Do you even own a suit jacket, sir? <laughs> But yeah, so uh, if you got coronavirus because you went to church this weekend, that's God's punishment. And uh, if you think that, you deserve it. Um, anyway, so moving on. What? I'm just saying. I, I, that's fine. I was just, 
it wasn't a nod of disapproval. It was just sort of like, there's, these are the things we say on the internet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> by the way, uh, atheists are going to be the one. You know, they say the meek inherit the earth. Atheists are going to inherit the earth. Because you guys are going to be do a bunch of dumb shit in the name of uh, Christianity or religion in general and kill each other off. And that's what we call natural selection, which is also a real <laughs> goddamn thing. To, to, be, it, to me, it's just amazing that like church people are just like, I'm not going to get sick. I'm at church. And it's just like... Get, the virus doesn't know you're at church. Like, no. And by the way, the priest has got COVID. So when he blesses and also, the water, you get it too. Also, like, you know, I, I understand the ritual of going to the church. But if I had the option when I was a young child to just watch church on TV instead of actually going. Yeah. Oh, God, I would have taken it every time. Like, nah, my parents never would have done that. But Oh, I know. But I'm saying, like, at least hypothetically, like the idea that somewhere out there, there's a church, there, there's like a Catholic broadcast of yeah. church happening that you don't even have to go to your church. You could just view some Denmark church, you know, like, by the way, kids these days, again, have the ability to watch church from home. Yeah. Parents can now set up a camera that is recording live 1080p footage of the kids and be like live on a speaker. Johnny, sit down. <laughs> Just to make sure that they yeah, are yeah, watching yeah. the church service. Yeah. I had to I pretend would... to be sick. I had to put a thermometer <laughs> under hot water and then oh, stick man. it in my I, mouth. I think my mom thought I had a urinator tract infection <laughs> when I used to go to church because I had to go to the bathroom all the time. Yes. It was really bad. Like 30 seconds after I got back, I was just like, pretty sure I got to pee again. <laughs> to be fair. And then uh, I disappear for 20 minutes and I come back and. I joke about that, but I was a holy roller back when we went to church a lot. So uh, right up until I got that Sunday school teacher to quit. And then things went completely awry for me. And uh, anyway, now I'm the man you see before you. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Oh, God. I haven't thought about that song in a long time. That was a re- that was back when we had ringtones. Yeah. And I made that my ringtone. Now the Ringback ring- tone. Now I don't have a ringback. Oh, no. It was a ringtone. Do I have a ringback tone? Yes, you do. Is it playing Wagner or something right yep, now? it plays Wagner now. Yeah. Because you used to have one, and you can't yeah. unhave one once you had one. Yeah. Uh, I, however, don't have a ringtone on my phone. I, I should have... look into the market on that, see if I can still get a ringback tone. You can. Oh, you just go to the like Verizon. Go to Verizon, <laughs> sign into your account. Now, remember, you had one specially for me. Yeah. So you could. I used to be one. all about that. Yep. Just special songs for people. Yeah. And ringtones. When we used to be happy, our cell phone would ring. Mm-hmm. And now I have the standard ring because I want to know that it's somebody, not a text, not a tweet. There, it's a call. I used to have ringtones for my texts. Yep. Like I would play a little clip of a song that I liked. And, and I never get tired of it. Heard, I heard that Billy Talent song like 150 million times, and I never grew tired of it. Now I can't listen. To, if I heard the first 30 seconds of a song before, I'm just like, I know this one. Next. The call, <laughs> call was 40 seconds. A text was seven seconds. So you yeah. had to pick out the best seven seconds to make that your text tone. My phone could do whatever I wanted. Oh, I could just uh, pick right. it. I could play the whole song if I wanted it to. Well, I, well, I had a business phone. I didn't have a pleasure phone. All right. That's why I had <laughs> I the have internet a on off phone. I had Facebook on my phone back in <laughs> 2002. And everybody said, by the way, assholes from college back in 02 when I had the uh, early what q2 i was i was like when i had the blackberry people were like why would you want a keyboard on your phone i'm like why wouldn't you why do you need to check facebook from your phone <laughs> and now i can i still get the tweets i sent out where i was like stopped at home to check facebook now i'm back out and i'm like oh those days where now we don't I log just, off i just wish i could go back and read all my old aim away messages uh i have all of my aim conversations saved 
Do you? On a disc, yes. I have a lot of them, and I remembered once I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go check out. Like, Don't. I'm going to go check You're out not like, be happy my conversation with Rob and see like what we were talking about in 2003. And I was alarmed that it wasn't nearly as many sexy pictures as I thought it was. <laughs> and it was a lot more of like, hey, do you want to go with Zach to Sabara? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> the most inane stuff. By the way, needed the student center in ten minutes. <laughs> just like your Twitter from two thousand and seven or whatever yeah. or five. It's all the most inane nonsense. Had a cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> why did I feel like I needed to tweet that? Uh, I don't know. The <laughs> ones that really bother me is like every once in a while I'll get like a Facebook thing from like fifteen years ago or whatever it is. Never good. And then Never good. It, I can still see the part where I, you had to write Facebook updates and the version of Corey baker is put it as if you said yeah yes so like i'll just like look at like these things that pop up and it's just like it's thinking about going out to the movies tonight and i'm just like what the fuck kind of grammar is this like (laughs) it'll confuse me i'll look at it i'll just be like what the hell was i doing and then i'm like oh yeah by the way facebook you can't (laughs) save those as its format where it's like always put the name in front of it it is so it makes sense right i hate you Also, by the way, uh, Facebook.com. <laughs> or just a little ADF. like pop down on like time hop. Just like, hey, remember the world was different back then. Meanwhile, <laughs> it's just like you're reading Tom Huck Finn. And it's just like <laughs> the teacher's got to be like, no, this is a different world. So. <laughs> Meanwhile, by yeah. the way, I say I hate Facebook. And our links to, to social media have been below us the entire time we've been doing this show. So please come give us validation on Instagram and Facebook and, and elsewhere. Everywhere. Um so, for your consideration, let me grab the splash for that. Oh, no wait, time. Right. we got to move on quickly. Yep. Uh, movie theaters, uh, questionable future. Corey and I are both sad about this, but the movie industry will always survive. That's the. We'll talk more about movies at some other point, I guess. But. Yeah, I mean, like, there's not really a whole lot to say until we get closer to an end here, yep. but uh, just know, I guess, generally speaking, if you hear stories about uh, movie theater companies uh, filing for bankruptcy. Right. Bankruptcy is not necessarily we're out of business. It's we need to restructure debt. Yes. And a lot of how the movie theaters make money is based off of, well, we're going to have more coming money coming in eventually. It's like, never going to stop. Right. Like this summer, Star Wars is coming out, so we're going to make more money. It'll be fine. So you can lend us money. Yep. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me. And then movies stop and you're just like, well, at some that's point, an awful lot of expenses without any money coming in. At some point, an executive made the joke. What? Are we going to have people stop coming to the theater? <laughs> and then they approved a $100 yeah. million dollar loan. And <laughs> The Bank of America executive laughed. He's just like, that's the funniest shit I've heard all day. And then people stopped going Jerry to the theater. Jerry from marketing shits himself. Like, <laughs> And then people stopped going to the theater. And it's not funny anymore. And you're holding a big bank note. And you're like, hey, uh, AMC. Um, remember when you said people will never stop coming to the theater? Yeah, about that. <laughs> Force majeure. <laughs> Oh, everybody's scrolling through their contracts like what's the force majeure on this <laughs> the, the, the words force majeure have never been googled by lawyers offices or have never been searched in documents for google's and lawyers offices more not at all by that the way all the fuck over the place i'm <laughs> looking through some of them because i'm just like what do we have to do here in this situation uh so i know people who actually have real contracts with real things at stake we can do everything we need to do from home so that's fine it's just like what's our do we have to do it within three days or is there a little bit of push by the, by the way just one uh, uh, one quick uh defense of lawyers here i feel like they're never defended uh, i'm gonna, I'm gonna give go ahead one and put you on the screen go i'm ahead. gonna i'm gonna give one quick word and say that uh sometimes you get like a really crazy lawyer and he seems to be thinking about things that are not going to ever happen and it's just like 
He's like, you're, you come in just for a simple prenup and you're just like, listen, you know, it's not going to be that complex. I just want to make sure that the assets are clearly defined and we have a written contract, blah, blah, blah. It's not a, a, a whole to do. And then he starts launching into all these things. It's like, well, what if his what if your wife wa- walks out and uh, goes to India and you can't divorce her? Do you have any anything in, in place in case that happens? And you're just like, what kind of crazy scenario is that? And then you're just like, write whatever you want. Just do that contract. I don't care. And then eventually you both sign it. And then she leaves and she goes to Pakistan. And you're just like, God, I hope there's something in that contract about Pakistan. (laughs) Like, I hope he wasn't just crazy about India for some reason. I'm going to go into that force majeure and I'm going to find like. Everyone now wishes that. Any Central Asian country. (laughs) Everyone wishes that they had. Carol Baskin's husband's attorney who thought ahead <laughs> about his disappearance and not just his death. Yeah. So to lucky. start off the contract with disappearance is a, <laughs> a bold race. stroke. <laughs> um, also, like the lawyers that they're going like, I'm going to rewrite constitution or I'm going to rewrite contract law today in the case of my disappearance. <laughs> Never have it before, but just in case it does. Um, I always another- like when the lawyer got the thing too. He's like, well, I've never seen this before. <laughs> Never before. I've been practicing for 45 <laughs> years. I've never seen this. Thank God we had this guy for just that moment. Uh, in other for your consideration news, there is a chance that Odie Anthem is going to have the number one movie in the country at some point this year. So stay posted for that because we figured <laughs> out the math and it's not that hard. <laughs> I was talking to somebody in finance today about that. Uh, it's not as interesting a conversation as you think it is. But I was talking to somebody in finance and I, I mentioned that you could have the number one movie in the country for 5000 They're just like... You should fucking do it. That's yeah. a great investment. And yes. I'm just like, yes, I'm going to do it. So, uh, hey, guys, <laughs> there, uh, <laughs> there are no losers. There's only scoreboards. Patreon.com. <laughs> We're looking to raise five grand to make the number one movie in the country. Because, by the way, we could stroke that forever. I'd be like, well, back in 2020, eventually their executives won't remember. They'll just be like, yeah, you guys have the number one movie in the country. Like, yeah, four weeks in a row. It's crazy. <laughs> The problem is you got to figure out the exact right time. Oh, so yeah. like be like, the number one movie in the country weekend. on like, uh, well, Easter weekend actually would have been a good one. Oh, but wait. I mean like, you know, if you got like the July 4th, like number one movie in the country, you could just walk into any meeting and just be like, we have the number one country on, uh, number one movie in the country on July 4th. How about that? Just like Memorial just Day like, weekend. What? Yeah. Memorial Day would be a great there, one. We kicked off the summer of 2020, the weekend of June 1st yeah. with the number one movie in the country. Yeah. So uh blank check universal don't look into my mdv just <laughs> give me money don't um, do any investigation whatsoever into the circumstances just trust of me on, trust me on this outrageous claim don't look any further and thank you no here's all you have to do google number one movie u.s june 1 2020 I mean, limited to that i mean listen not like it's the end all be all but there's a lot of great directors who never had the number one movie in the country yep I mean, like, I, you know, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of any, but like, I, I'm sure somebody's going to be like Kubrick only placed two on The Shining. And I'll be like, there we go. Mm, I'm pretty sure he had the number one. I think he had it with Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Uh, I, I f- hate that that is true, but I think you're right. <laughs> I that think, might be the one time. I think he had that might have been the. God. <laughs> All the great films he's made, and his <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut is the one that he uh, opened at the number one in the country. Well, it took, took nine years to make it, so they've. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of investment. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so moving lightning round through the news. Here yeah. we go. Because um, this is all supposed to be lightning round. Yes, uh, as we as we do our lightning round. Uh, so uh, Biden, uh, much to my chagrin, released his his plan for uh, medical. Well, uh, uh, real quick, before we get to that part of it, okay. we should mention that Bernie Sanders is no longer running for president. Yes. He dropped out. He's endorsed Biden. So he was now... on SNL. I think it was him this week. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. So the the uh, the election in 2016 is going to be Biden v Trump. No, 2020. We're in 2020. 2020. I'm sorry. Of course <laughs> yes. I did that. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be Biden Trump. Yes. So, uh, yay, our national nightmare is over, so I guess. if I did vote, I literally would be voting for any competent adult. <laughs> I write that in. Any yeah. competent adult. Because um, neither of those guys are, I think. But uh, now being the and presumed at, at, nominee. At some point, I would like to talk about uh, Biden's uh, sexual assault. Uh, oh. allegations against him. Sure, let's do that. Because that's picked up a little bit here, but it feels like we've already son, w- said way too many things that we're probably going to regret in a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> so we probably. probably. Just stop with the Biden talk. For, uh, other you're than the that, guys <laughs> who said you'd figured out a stack the, the ratings for movies? Like, yep, we can do that for you. You want to write me a check? But yes, Biden's bullshit medical plan now that he's the presumptive Democratic nominee. Right. So uh, also I want to say hi to uh, Isaiah Valentine, who is in watching us on Facebook and said hello. Hi. Thank you for checking us out. You also can get a shout out if you join us in the chat for any of the places. You can find us live on Twitch, Periscope, which is Twitter, uh, YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, And if you say something in the chat, we'll say something back right here live on the show. Um, But. Biden released his medical plan, and after Bernie dropped out, everyone was assuming, like, oh, well, he's going to loosen up on this. And he did. Oh, by God, did he. Because his first announcement after Bernie stepped down is, you know what? I'm it's almost It's almost like he ripped off the Joe Biden costume, and it was like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Underneath. The, the, yes, absolutely. Fuck and then uh, he was like, we are going to lower. It was the- that ridiculous of a plan, that amazing of a of a step. He said, we're going to lower <laughs> the Medicare age. And that, by the way, was the lead that got me to click on the story. And then I saw the story, which is they are lowering it to 60. Because through this crisis, I have thought, what are people between 60 and 65 doing without <laughs> Medicare? Uh, not at all. Thinking, Hoping not to die. <laughs> not at all thinking about, you know, everyone between... Mm, 18 and 30 who is also young and has jobs that by the way are considered essential now for some reason the guy you don't want to pay 15 bucks to is now an essential worker and he's got to be at work every day can't give him insurance anyway so 60 yeah so uh i want to point fingers at Corey, not at you but at Corey. Because I believe you said last week, well, maybe we'll see a little bit of Bernie leak into Biden's platform. And we did a little bit. Very little. Very, very little. I'm not saying that this is the grand gesture I was hoping for. I think there's more to come. I think that uh, Biden wasn't necessarily prepared to uh, come up with a medical plan in the middle of the uh, whole pandemic. You know who was? Bernie, Bernie. Yeah. Oh, I know. In the middle of it. I know, because Bernie's always right. Why do we? <laughs> Why didn't we vote for him for president in 91 when he was a little bit younger? And still... <laughs> he was because he was exactly the same person. I know. It, 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 it would have been voting for the same. Like, guy. the problem is, like, you, you they, they show old clips of Bernie and you expect to see him, like, be like, you know, like, you know, I'm up for anything except for these gays getting married. Nope. It's, no, it's just <laughs> no. like. It's like 1970 and there's a bunch of people like with pitchforks in front of him. He's just like, and the gays need to get married. And it's just like, ah, sure. I mean, By Bernie's way, really. 
Still gray hair, still balding <laughs> on top. Looks exactly the same. He's been like that since he was 17. Like <laughs> He's that guy. But that's the thing is like consistency. Joe Biden is a different guy every time he runs for president, which by the way, he does a lot. This is the fifth <laughs> decade he's run for president. Actually, we might be in the sixth decade that he's run for president. Maybe. Because I think 2020, the 20s will be the sixth decade. 70s, 80s, but he wouldn't 90s, technically. Oh, 2000s. Are we 2000, counting? Are we counting 20 as the end of the decade or the beginning of the decade? I'm just saying the decades, the decades because, of because, the 1980s. You know, there was a lot of killjoys who were saying that you know, like the year 2000 wasn't really the end of the millennium. It was 2001 when ah, we. Screw it. No, I'm gonna go with that, <laughs> which actually means not six but seven, because he ran in 1979 for the 1980 election. So he was running for president in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s several times, and now the 2020s. Yeah. Six decades he's run for president, and every time he's a different guy, and every time he puts his foot in his mouth and the campaign stutters, and we just haven't given them the chance to do that yet. So. Well, he's just hiding out. He's just at the at the house, not Best doing thing anything. He could do. Yeah. Best thing he could do. Also, because he's really old, and if he gets coronavirus, he's probably going to die. And <laughs> we need, we don't need that constitutional crisis. I right mean, now. we could still do the, that same ma- uh, constitutional crisis magic with Trump too, because he's an elderly gentleman God, so. who uh, is not doing anything to protect himself no. from coronavirus. And by the way, uh, has put people around him who are cannot wait for the next election to be like, it's been a long four years. I'm going to step back. <laughs> yeah. 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 And by the way, the Republicans killed anyone running against him. Like there were four candidates at one point and they just kept them from getting on the ballot. Fuck Bill and, like. Yeah. Uh, canceled the uh, primaries, everything. So anyway, uh, speaking of Trump, Trump's back to Trump. Uh, his can- his uh, press conference last night turned into a I knew about this. I was aware ahead of time. I've made all the right decisions. Well, what about the thing? Fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Um, so... I just in case it wasn't clear last week, I rescind my comment from two weeks ago. Oh, do you? <laughs> where I said maybe he's going to be somebody different. As I said your, last week, we're your hot take with, is just getting hotter and hotter. We're dealing with a sociopathic narcissist, and uh, that's what I forgot to calculate in. The math was good, <laughs> but I was using a magic number that Kevin uses called eleven teen, where it makes everything add up at the end of the day. <laughs> I uh, the. I just don't get these press conferences. I don't, I don't understand who I stop. I completely stopped watching them. I, I can't even because it's not like Trump really has the introspection to be able to give us an answer to a question that would help at all. Like, cause like everything is just shaded around. How do I make it look like I'm doing an amazing job? Yeah. Like, so the one day where he looked like, you know, someone, someone slapped his knuckles and he had to deliver the bad news was the closest we've gotten to him being able to do this like on any kind of realistic basis. Yeah. And I mean today he basically did a Trump he basically did a campaign ad from the White House press briefing room where all the Republican governors talked about how his steady leadership has helped along the country at this time of need and stuff like that. And then he retweets somebody who says fire Fauci and then answers a question like he was surprised that somebody was going to ask him about the tweet that he retweeted. And then he was like, no, I love, you know, I'm not going to fire Fauci. I I had people say I wasn't going to fire Fauci. It's just like, well, why did you retweet that? And it's just like, you know, people have opinions. I just put them out there. And it's just like nobody else goes by that logic. Tom Hanks, (laughs) Tom Hanks, like retweeted somebody who's just like the black people should die. They're the problem. And then like people are just like, Hanks, what the fuck? He was just like, listen, there's a lot of of people with opinions. I just people should know about them. Like, 
Yeah, no. Uh, and he, Tom Hanks like, not the president of the United I States. I feel like I had a a uh, perfectly good opportunity with my millions upon millions of Twitter followers to explain to them that there's people unlike you out on the internet. And uh-huh. this is an example of that. Like, that, that that's not a logic that works. And the fact that somebody is spending the time to, like, like making sure you look good is something you can do after you're done the job. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the reason why Gavin Newsom gets to be sewn into a new suit every day is because he did his homework early. Like he has an extra 20 minutes for the, for the gentleman from Brooks brothers to fine craft a suit around his silhouette. You know, uh, you like something about doing his assistant early. I missed that. What was that? <laughs> what? Something, something about that campaign manager's wife, something. Early? Oh yeah. 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 Well, uh, it doesn't matter. It was when he was the mayor of San Francisco. It's like 10,000 years ago. Good, clearly, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Gavin Newsom. I just, I take him down because I think that he would uh, say the same thing. He'd be like, yeah, hey, yeah, you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you do make mistakes. But I went to rehab and I had a problem. Listen, sometimes you're good looking and you get in trouble and then you go to rehab and then you're good looking again. And I don't, I can't good help looking it. Good looking never stops. Good looking <laughs> never stops. Uh, I do want to save your metaphor for next week. Okay. Which is the next point because I think that that would take some time to dive into, and I want to give. I think it's so good. I do want to take the time to dive into it. Okay. Uh, so let's just say um, the last thing is just uh, why homelessness is a problem. Okay. Um, and I think we talked about when this first happened that we were very concerned because the LA homeless population is quite expansive. Yeah. And you were saying uh, something about uh, you're not seeing reports. Do you remember in the pre-show? Well, it, it, it's uh, the problem is that n- not enough people have been tested to accurately tell how many people have coronavirus. And I, I feel like any number you hear anywhere in the world is merely a suggestion. Uh, do not take China for its word. And also do not take the United States numbers for their word. They could be a lot higher. And, you know, there could be a lot more deaths that are associated with Corona that weren't, corona- you know, like, yes, I get it. There's there's a lot of uh, things Play. that aren't being factored in exactly the way they should be. Yeah. But uh, generally speaking, let's assume the numbers are somewhat close to right. Sure. Um, there, there were people who were. Uh, it just seems like the, the people who are coming into homeless shelters are not get as sick, and it's just not passing through the homeless community like you would imagine it would. Yeah. I mean, a lot which of, is good news, by the way. Well, I mean, like a lot of pandemic experts, like who were predicting when the next one would come, talked about large street living populations in city like Los Angeles and New Delhi and stuff like that, where if, you know, there is some sort of plague developed amongst the homeless and it got spread amongst that community and then outward into downtown and then spread on from there. And then the water supply and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like it could be the, it could be the plague that started from Uh, just a homeless encampment. Especially something that by the way, has no symptoms for the first five, six, seven days. Right. No one knows you're sick. Yeah. And then you are downtown on business and you go back to Beverly Hills and you take it back to your neighborhood meeting. In well, Beverly and, Hills. and uh, this is not to this is not meant as anything to dry the homeless no. because they have no ability to protect themselves like we do. Like they can't go into a home to protect themselves. So and clearly they're more at, at stake. But that's my source of comment is that like we have that concern. And luckily they the group of people who suffer from homelessness have done, I think, an admirable job the same way that we all, all Angelinos have of saying, like, uh, I think I read the story that said people are reporting to medical care, homeless clinics for medical free medical care, and no one's testing positive. And basically the reports are, well, you know, 
I may not have a house, but I'm around the same four people and yeah. I'm not going new places. I'm staying put. Also, by the way, the police aren't shuffling them out of places. So they're not going from place to place to place. Well, Homeless and shelters are taking in more. Yeah, people there, there, there's more capacity for them to not be on the streets, which yeah. is nice. Uh, something that you wish would happen more often when there isn't a pandemic. But, you, you know, think? you you uh you make the you make do with what you can the good news you get when you get it. This is what we call the side effects of capitalism. We have to accept that for capitalism to exist in the form in which we want it to exist right now, apparently, um, mm. there's going to be a homeless population. There's going to be a jobless population, and we just deal with it. And we deal with the fact that there's an entire group of people whose ability to survive is dependent upon the kindness of strangers. Yeah. Now, the state has stepped up the kindness. We are expanding beds and facilities. We're giving meals out to people. We're doing all of that. But today, on my walk over to the studio here, I was approached by two homeless people. One asked for a cigarette, and the other asked for for change to get something to eat. That has not happened in... Uh, I mean, I haven't been out that much either, but like that hasn't happened in weeks. Yeah. So when we are concerned about the the spread of disease and how a homeless population can increase that... But we recognize that the solution is right here. Why aren't we embracing that on a day-to-day basis? Why do we wait for the pandemic to embrace that solution? Well, I mean, I think because of the logic that, you know, if this got into the homeless community and went wild, then it could have way bigger impacts than we would ever. But you like, just I mean, like, out, the, if it the, started there, it would spread everywhere and we wouldn't know it. So the next one might start in that population. Right. And by addressing the problem... We can keep See, that from happening. I, I think at the end of the day, and this is this is not uh, not saying that L.A. couldn't do more or other municipalities couldn't do more about homeless mm-hmm. on the day to day. But there's no one there's no silver bullet for homelessness. It's sure. not one solution that fixes every single problem. Yeah. There uh, is. Well, I mean, the idea of giving everyone homes yep. is one. But I'm saying like there are 400 million Empty houses in the United States and one million people living on the street. How many there are a hundred empty houses for every homeless just, person? Uh, just because there is an empty house, and I'm I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't give these people more houses. Sure. I'm just saying, just generally speaking, a one for one homeless for a house doesn't necessarily mean that that person is able to correct whatever went wrong in their lives to make sure. them homeless in the first place. Salt Lake and City. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the home in which they inhabit will be habitable for long. Salt Lake City. Because a lot of people develop habits that keep them from being able to own property. Salt Lake City eliminated homelessness. How did they do this? They created communities of tiny houses. Mm-hmm. They made facilities available to, those pe- to the people who had the tiny houses, like public bathrooms, public showers, that kind of thing. Right. And in order to get access, you had to submit to mental health screening, mental health treatment, drug treatment, whatever. And eventually, it took them a year, I think three years actually, but eventually the entire population moved into this transitional housing and a lot of them moved out of that transitional housing and back into jobs, back into houses. I'm not saying that there's not more that can be done. And not that I don't want to help people. I'm just saying that there, L.A. has, just to name one one community that has struggled with homelessness for a long time, has tried to figure out the most holistic approach to every single version of homelessness. And in an effort to create a wide enough net to catch as much of homelessness as possible, mm-hmm. they've created holes in the net that are too big right. to catch any Everybody. of it. Everybody, yeah. yeah. 
And you catch big swaths, but it means you are intentionally missing other people. Well, I mean, you know, we've talked about this many times where it's just like, uh, you know, a Democrat will come up with an idea for a bill, you know, an infrastructure bill. So it's like everyone likes infrastructure. Yeah. And then you think of all the different ways in which, uh, you know, this road could collapse under 15 different circumstances. I know now that we're in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> you're wishing that there were more people who came up with these ridiculous circumstances. But yeah, I mean, like in the old days, you'd just be like. Why does this Kansas highway need to have retrofitting for earthquakes when there hasn't been an earthquake in Kansas City ever? Like I say, in four million years, yeah. when it wasn't Kansas City, right? When it was, when it was one solid continent that every Europe touched Miami. Like, yes, yeah. Uh, like, and it it's just, I don't know. Like, I I feel like the the best approach to homelessness in my mind is to figure out a way to get as many of them off the streets as possible. Sure. And then maybe take the data of what you get coming in to define how you try and approach it. So you have a, I have a, sh- a shelter with a hundred beds, right? Mm-hmm. hundred homeless people come in tomorrow night. And I say, why do you, you know, I, I just have a questionnaire where I ask them questions skip ahead to why are you homeless? Yeah. Like figure out what, for what reason you're here and then uh, try and come up with, use that data. Like 15% of them said, you know, they were veterans and nobody gave them a job and they had PTSD and they couldn't live with anybody mm-hmm. and they got in trouble with a gun charge and then they went to jail and nobody would take care of them. Now they're on the street. And like you can say like, you know, veterans are 15% of the people who are homeless on the street or this mental health problem is why this person is on the street mm-hmm. or, uh, drugs or a family that doesn't love them or no family at all or whatever it may be mm-hmm. that led us here and then work on that like you can develop problems after you know what they are a lot better than you can figure out all the solutions to problems before you know what the problems are i recommend everybody watch wild wild country on netflix it's a documentary about the sannyasins it's a religious group mm-hmm. who once they had a facility built in oregon they took buses around the country and shipped in 6,000 homeless people from cities all over the country. Yeah. And just basically said, we're going to give you a place to live and don't keep watching to episode five and six. Cause it turns <laughs> out there was a lot of shade with any of these kind of like, uh, organizations in the seventies. There was a little bit of shady stuff going on in the background, but their work with the homeless was unparalleled healthcare, yeah. mental health care. Uh, for homeless people, giving them a place to live and giving them a sense of community and how strongly that supported the group as a whole. So at one point, the homeless population, or they called them street people, the street people outnumbered the religious sect, but they were there to support each other, basically. The the religious sect gave the money that supported the population. Mm. They gave the bodies to support building projects and you know uh, all the stuff that they were doing on the ranch. And... Uh, this is why my, my sannyasins are long gone. My religion, however, which will be starting soon, will have the same policies. And all I'm saying is, with your donation today, we can <laughs> solve this. It's a long way to go for the. the uh, <laughs> Let me get that 501c3 started first. And then, or C4. 501c4 started. And then your donations can go a long way to addressing these problems. I, I would just like to imagine that you show up to the to the court the county clerk or something like that in a suit and a smile. And you're just like standing there. It's just like, Howdy. you're starting your own fucking religion. Aren't you? <laughs> especially sure in LA. am. Especially in LA. <laughs> in LA, they're just like, you look like a guy starting a religion. You miscavage looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, now that we've insulted nearly everybody uh, and brought ire from everyone. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I you think... just described me as miscavige looking motherfucker. Yeah, I think you're both good looking guys. I mean, like, you know, not no homo, just like in a weird, like, kind of like. That's Corey at OdeAnthem.com. <laughs> just like a weird, like, uh, strong featured face. In that we might have our wives killed if we're yeah, yeah, you know. Okay, I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> This one's going to go down in the annals. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know by which purpose, but uh, all, I'm say, all I'm saying is that if uh, the Library of Congress needs a copy, I can I could send one over. All I'm saying <laughs> is that someday you're going to be asked about this episode in front of a jury of your peers. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> Where were you when the conspiracy started? Oh, and here's a good example for your screenwriting. We <laughs> have just started a conspiracy. <laughs> Welcome to, welcome to the official podcast of the shadow government of the United States. Ah! By states, four states. Uh, I can be the Howard Dean of this. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> well, we've uh, if if there's any place to go after this whole clusterfuck, you know mm-hmm. where you go. Where's that? Oh, the anthem dot com. anthem dot com. Oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, listener line four four three two one nine seven five nine five. What's My brain again? just stopped working through like a. <laughs> Long stretch of that. Four four three two one nine seven five nine five. If it sounded like words weren't like actually lying, I was listening to uh, a Dolby Atmos thing earlier, mm-hmm. and it's just like they were using words that I recognized, but I, I just imagined Rachel listening to it and just being like, "So if you find the pan level of the noise floor too elevated or crunchy, then perhaps you're you're making up words, <laughs> right?" Like, she was just like looking at it, like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> Is this adult gibberish for idiots? <laughs> yes, it sounds like that. That sounds stuff. Uh, if you want more of me, you can go to my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilm, and at LegendCB5 on Twitter, Instagram, and Twist, TikTok. Uh, <laughs> unleashed my first TikTok today. It is uh, boring. not going over well. <laughs> I learned from mistakes. Um most recent review was uh, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, we'll look for something to do before Thursday, and you can see a video then. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. And, of course, you can find more of me at Robert and Cheek on all your social networks. Uh, make sure you check out the brand new and slightly uh, up but still under construction, <laughs> robertandcheek.com, uh, where you can find links to uh, all of the videos, youtube.com forward slash Rob Cheek. The uh, reviews are up there. Uh, don't you can, too many people go to that website at once. It's I hosted don't know. by GeoCities. It's I don't not, know if we can take it's it. only designed for three or four people at a time. So I do have a counter, a visitor <laughs> counter at the bottom. So. There is social sparkly. distancing. <laughs> Um, Social most, distancing applies on robertandcheek.com. Most recent review uh, was Swiss oh, Army Man. Swiss Army Man, yes, which is a uh, it's a weird movie, and I talk about <laughs> how weird it is. And coming up this Thursday is Jane on the Bob reboot, so make sure you check that out. Uh, more reviews coming soon. Uh, at, at the website, you can also find links to the books, which are available on Amazon. Barrow's books. Thank you, and everything that I uh, am doing will be available up there. So make sure you check it out, robertandcheek.com. Hooray! Well, I think we've done good here today. We've done something. <laughs> I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the O the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network, which now includes the great new podcast, Pooping Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it, lo- 
It's a podcast that only lasts as long as a poop lasts. I was really just going to try to roll through, but I five, five to two and a half hours of, as I said it, I pictured us on individual toilets <laughs> doing the podcast. It was, that was just it. I'm going to have to figure out a way to change the, uh, alignment of the toilet. So mm-hmm. it like faces the other wall so we can get prints in the background of my shot. Or just hang him up behind our toilet. He goes on the other wall. It's- <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of feng shui? Hey, uh, or we could just have Prince Cam cut to the Prince Cam every now and again. <laughs> Third camera. Alternate, <laughs> alternate shot. What's Prince thinking about this? <laughs> Meanwhile, in the reflection. By of the, the way, the by the way, you. surprise, motherfuckers! I got a picture of Prince in my bathroom. Anybody who stares at me while I poop. Anybody. He was, he, he was looking at me when I came up with pooping ideas. Anybody who follows us on Instagram at or the anthem would have seen the video of Corey throwing up after May uh, our Drinker to Mayo episode and me saying Prince is judging you while he was puking. By the way, I I, I can't say for sure, but I think Drinker to Mayo is canceled. No, it's not canceled. It is on. We can still get alcohol delivery as we proved yesterday. So. It's all on. Right, and by right. the way, we still have the same tequila still <laughs> undrunk from last year. Yeah. So anyway, uh, for Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. I have nothing else to add. There is nothing else that could be added. This is exactly what it is. Case closed. <laughs>